0: Dude, what's the biggest pumpkin you've ever touched? <laughs> uh something at Sunny Acres, probably. How big was it?
1: Uh probably probably really fucking big. I don't remember. I was like a very little kid. Like I was probably eight and it was bigger than me.
0: Uh you go inside it? No. A pumpkin house?
1: Why? Are you gonna show me a pumpkin house?
0: No. Did you go to a pumpkin did you go to a pumpkin house today? No, I did. I did I go to a pumpkin house?
1: Well, it's like what the fuck? Why like a bring- house
0: made out of a pumpkin?
1: <laughs> like I don't know, you're like can you go inside of it? Like did you no, go to I'm it?
0: just I'm just curious. Man to man. I want to know if you <laughs> ever like walked in a pumpkin. Like have I ever inserted myself into have no, you ever, I'm not, Are you asking like, me if
1: I fucked a pumpkin?
0: You, no, I'm not talking you we're talking about like you as a kid. I'm not going to bring up fucking a pumpkin. Jesus <laughs> no, Christ. No, I've never been inside a pumpkin. No, I'm like I just wanted man-to-man you see a <laughs> stop what saying man <laughs> Man-to-man like what
1: is it is like a pumpkin bro. a vegetable Is it a vegetable like man-to-man bro man-to-man is a like Bro is, a, bro, is like- a pumpkin a vegetable man-to-man
0: <laughs> No, this is separate this is separate <laughs> from the man-to-man. This is now a fact check is a pumpkin a vegetable It's like a root vegetable. Maybe I think it's a berry. It's a gourd. I feel like it's everyone's dream to walk inside of it. And, like, a live pumpkin, in it. from a
1: bot- botanist's perspective, is a fruit because it is a product of seed bearing structures of flowering plants. Vegetables, on the other hand, are the edible portions of plants, such as leaves, stems, roots, bulbs, flowers, and tubers. Okay. What's good, man? It's your boy Juicy J, man. Shout out to Virtual Homework Podcast.
0: Yo, what's up, everyone? Welcome, boys and girls. We're coming to you from a spooky place. The spooky. A place that's it's actually neither Halloween for both of us. Uh, what's the next holiday?
1: Listen, listen, it's its Halloween enough,
0: you know? It, this w- is the Halloween. This the Halloween is spirit Halloween. is still here. It's Fiddler on the Roof Halloween, you know? The, wait, what? This is Halloween. Jewish is... Halloween. Wait, you start singing "Nightmare for Christmas" and then you're you just like dreadle out. I I out to a little <laughs> tradition from personally my favorite musical because we all have favorite musicals. Yeah, I grew dude. up Jewish. I I guess culturally Jewish. I'm very atheist. We're getting deep into the <laughs> you live the, Jew- the Jewish experience, the hardcore subjects right now. But yeah, if down. you don't like Fiddler on the Roof and you grew up Jewish, then I don't I don't know how that works. But tradition like- Halloween. More if like, I were a rich Jack in the Box, Jack in the Box, Jack the Ripper, I don't know.
1: I, I didn't hear a single thing you just said. I was just trying to say like diddler on the roof.
0: Don't don't say diddler on the roof. Are you? I mean that's scary. <laughs> like, that's he, scary if you really want to go he, there. He's just
1: fucking banging like on the roof. <laughs>
0: he's banging. I really hope a diddler isn't banging. Jesus Christ, dude.
1: Getting it in on the roof.
0: No. No, that's we're not talking tw- Diddler's banging on the roof, the, that's getting the, that's it in. The, that's you know Diddler has a certain version. connotation, right?
1: Really? I thought it was just someone who likes to fuck.
0: Okay, well, move on then, <laughs> if that's what you thought. We're not going to explore this. We're not going to move move into this subject Happy Halloween, anymore. everybody. We're recording uh, on Halloween, but it's not Halloween. It's
1: 23 minutes after the hour. So um, what'd you do today for your spooky
0: holiday? I agree with you that we're definitely recording, and this is going out there, and I guess we're going to have to pay for the consequences of the last, like, two minutes, but what did I do today for Halloween? I sat indoors. I played some Phasmophobia, actually. That's, like, the scariest thing I did. That was not the game this week. You could probably tell that from the title. Yeah. I Phasmophobia, it's... There are so many games now that I just really don't understand why they're the most popular ever. It feels like every single week Twitch chat is just like, "You know what? We're going to make this game the most popular game in existence." Like I don't think Among Us deserves it. It's a fun game. I don't I still don't think like it deserves to be like top 3 in the world. Phasmophobia is so completely uh, unfinished, but I mean, it, whatever. It's, it was it's it was literally
1: fun. just four of the top streamers play it together and it becomes a m- marathon. I mean, that's I have a couple uh, topics on uh, the subject later in the uh, uh, podcast on that same exact thing. But uh, I sat and I played computer games all day, and I had one trick or treater. Did you have any?
0: Um, we had trick or treaters, but we didn't like. I'm not. I'm not actively promoting trick or treating right now. Like, the, yeah, that- the scariest, the scariest trick of all is like, oh, boom, you got COVID. Yeah, we had
1: one, we didn't answer the door, and he didn't have a costume on, and was also, like, 14.
0: I I remember (laughs) the time I realized I was too old for trick-or-treating. Like, I I think I was in, like, 7th grade, and I think I skipped the year before, I just, like, didn't do it. And I was like, you know what, I'll dress up as a skeleton, so I, like, cut out all these bones out of paper... And, uh, like, I don't know, I just, like, wore a black shirt, and I like, taped them to me, and I was, like, a skeleton, I was, like, alright, this costume's decent, and then, like, I walked, like, one step out my door, and some, like, teenager, like, probably from high school, he, like, rolled down his window and yelled, gay, And then I just like immediately <laughs> took off everything because, like, it's like I'm I guess I'm in seventh grade, I'm too old to trick or treat. So, like, 2007, of course, some guy's gonna <laughs> scream gay out his window. Uh, so yeah, I'm just like I, pitching
1: the situation like little Sammy boy, fucking like, all right, we're gonna have a good time, and some dude's just like gay, and it's like, well, that's <laughs> never happening again. Yeah,
0: it's I that was the last time I trick or treated. Thank you for rooting. My my childhood innocence, man screaming gay out the window. I'll tell you after the podcast what the, my last trick or treating uh, experience
1: was because it is not a uh, podcast. Uh, so let's just move we'll put that on, on the
0: Patreon we'll yeah, put that that's on the going virtual on the Patreon. <laughs> Patreon for all our people who pay us one hundred fifty dollars a month or more. Actually, it's, it's four thousand dollars a month. Yeah, I'm I'm down. I pay that. I I give Patreon their fees. <laughs> no big deal speaking of spooky things we kind of played a little bit of a spooky game this week at least no want to know what's more appropriate speaking of halloween because the amount of times i called this game hallow night thinking it was a halloween like shortened to hallow night we played hollow night not <laughs> hallow night i i like told people on my stream like oh i'm playing hallow no actually i didn't tell, tell people on my stream. i told people in like Random discords like people I uh, like grew up with and stuff like oh I'm playing the hallow night just just for fun hollow. and it's like no that game doesn't exist it's hollow night h o l l o w night to be
1: honest I've never verbalized the word uh, out loud until now so it's like I never had the opportunity to say it I just kind of what do you think I... it was huh listen I went to public school so hollow and hollow I would probably type the same way because it's like I can't spell for shit so
0: it's o versus a man o versus
1: a. Uh, but yeah, we played uh Hollow Knight. Kind I I wonder if I subconsciously chose it because I thought Halloween, Hollow. It's like, oh that makes sense. I legitimately
0: like that. thought that was one of the reasons you chose it. And like I was like like two days ago, I'm like, oh shit, this is not even Halloween. not even Halloween themed. It is it is a dark game though. This is like a gritty universe. Uh so I guess let's get into the game a little bit. This is this is a 2D platformer. It's really as 2D platformer as it gets. There's a it's jump button. It's
1: basically a Metroidvania. If anyone has ever played any Castlevania or Metroid game or heard the term Metroidvania, this is basically a masterclass in that uh exact genre. I don't know how many of those types of games you've played.
0: It's it's I I haven't played that many Metroidvanias, but like I've I've played a lot of very good platformers and like this is definitely a very good platformer. I would say this is like First of all, this like if you ever saw a game called or ever watched indie game the movie like games like Meat Boy, games like Braid, it really fits up that alley. But like this is the most indie fucking game of all time. Like oh yeah, it's so goddamn indie from the art style to like oh it's just like a really really good two D platformer to like uh, like it's got some like character to it. This is the most indie game of all time. But it is a platformer, and I will say the art style is one of the most beautiful, beautiful art styles I've ever seen. It
1: it looks like it's going at, like, 200 frames per second. Like, all the animation, literally everything is so pretty. Like, every little, like, grass blade, every, like, movement of every character, like, every attack is so, so, so fluid. It looks so good. It is so pleasing to the eyes.
0: Yeah, and I, I think that honestly the art style gets to show because the gameplay is it's pretty basic. I mean, it's it's, yeah. it's really is a two D platformer. Like you could tell if they just took out all the scenery, all like the foreground effects, background effects. Uh, everything like that, it would it would like literally just look like a stickman, uh, yeah. a platformer adventure type game that you would see on like Game Maker in two thousand four. Yeah. But- so I w- I want to go back to the point. Um. So I
1: said, uh, this is a Metroidvania. For those that don't know, uh, Castlevania, they started doing like the DS versions of the games, where um, it's a specific style of game where you're kind of given an open world with a You kind of have an idea of where to go, but you're given an area and you have free roam to go around the area. And in that area, there's usually like a boss or something like that. And after you kill a boss, you um, get like an upgrade, whether it's like a double jump or like a double dash or something like that to move on to the next area until you have free reign of like the whole world in the game. Uh, In any of the Castlevanias, it would be like a, a castle and you could also learn new abilities and like go back to previous eras, areas, unlock secrets and stuff like that. Um that's basically what this is and it's a, like I said before it's a masterclass in that genre of game.
0: So uh, go- going back even further, I mean I I agree with everything you said, but going back even further, uh you you mentioned like the frame rate and stuff like that. I actually played this on the Switch which uh, I-, I feel like probably wasn't as great as playing this on the PC from the graphical yeah, I frame rate Steam. like smoothness department but i think it had some serious advantages like i was playing this game like in bed i was just playing this game wherever i wanted i was surprised considering how much you say you love your switch that you decided to buy this on I pc i did, did what well, doesn't even think about it because i haven't had a
1: console in fucking like 20 years so can i also make the point i thought this was a kind of shorter game i thought this game would be like maybe like 5 to 10 hours um After personally playing it for about six and a half, um, I realized this is almost like a 70 to 100 hour game. I think you're wrong. For for, uh, 112% completion?
0: Oh, yeah, like, every single game for, like, 112% completion is going to be, like, a super long. But, like, actually beating the game... First of all, I played significantly less than you, I could already say. But, like, the actual game was, like, 20 to 25 hours. No, I see people...
1: Like, I was reading on Reddit and
0: people saying, like, their first playthrough was, like, 49 hours. I Main mean, like, story, 25 hours. Main plus extras, 38 hours. See, completion well, is 54. People, well,
1: here, here's the thing, though. This version of the game that we're currently playing has all the DLC involved. And you can do all this extra content... With- Without even realizing it. So when they say main game. 25 hours. That's knowing exactly what the main game is. Uh, and just doing only the main game. There's many things you could find yourself accidentally doing. You may stumble onto another area and be like, oh, I can do this. Let's do this right now, not realizing it's not the the main game, to make it way more than 25 hours. I, I would be surprised if anybody beat this game in 25 hours. I'd probably say it's closer to about 50 for just like normal completion.
0: Well, the funny thing is, because I don't think we've actually discussed this, Like, I definitely agree it's a very, very good platformer and has beautiful graphics. I don't see myself playing more than the... Th- three or four hours I played right now. I was so bored when I played this game. 100%. So, were
1: you really?
0: Yeah, I I actually, I genuinely think that this game is mediocre and really elevated by its graphics. Like, I, I stared at this game thinking, like, wow, this game looks so good. But, like, I just couldn't get pulled into the... The, the game at all. So I, I kind of thought
1: the same thing, because I played it for like two hours and I took my first break. As soon as you start um, getting your upgrades for your character, which basically how it works is, like I said, you go around, you kill bosses, then you start getting upgrades for your characters, and then you can also find these items, whether it's in a secret or... um. Like on like random dead enemies called charms, which augment your character with different things, whether it makes it so you auto pick up items um, that you can double jump or, you know, dash down and stuff like that. Um, that really, really, that's where the game starts um, taking off. Like I got the uh, dash, so you can dash it uh, above gaps, you can, you know, double dash, we so can jump, uh, move faster on the ground. Do you also get, like, a wall jump that, like, really just, like, makes you, like, fly up walls and stuff like that? That's when it starts really getting fun, because you just, like, fly across these stages, just whipping the shit out of enemies. I'm not sure how far you got, so...
0: So, I... I got... So, the way that this game works, yeah, so he mentioned that it's really a progressive system. You start off with really just the ability to jump and and use your sword, which is how you kill enemies. You you occasionally will get extra f- physics things like being able to dash in the air, double jump, etc. and that basically allows you to get to different places on the map. It's a very exploratory game. You start off with like the same map and the map basically expands as you're able to go into more and more uh exits. Like e- each each map has like you could there's like two exits on the left, one down, etc. and you explore more and more of the map until like uh your your power-ups are able to get you from area to area to area to area until you beat the game. Uh so the same area that might be uh pretty small because of your current power-ups as soon as you get one you basically unlock like a bunch of new areas within yep. that one area. That that progression is cool, I will say, but I was able to unlock like four different areas. I beat like three different like main three or four main bosses. I I definitely didn't play uh that much just because like I out of all the games I've played, I feel like this one that actually had the least motivation to play. Usually when I play a game uh, for the podcast, I'm like, oh, you know what? Like, I have played the amount I've I've supposed to play for the podcast. Like, I feel like I could actually talk about it, but I'm going to play a little bit more because I want to actually get through this game. And I know I'm probably not going to play the game after this podcast episode. This game in particular, like as soon as I not as soon as I, I got to the 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 requirement for this podcast, which is technically two hours. But I think we've we've. Through word of mouth made it like three or four just so we could actually have a good yeah. conversation about it. Like, I, I feel like I just got to a point where I'm like, you know what? I'm satisfied with how much I've played. I've honestly put in a large effort, but through the fact that I've lost a lot of progress through the, through the game over system, which we'll go into right after this. And the fact that like, I just feel like I'm grinding and the game really hasn't gotten better when I think it, I thought it was going to get better when I had more con- control of this character and was able to do all this cool stuff. Like, I, I just felt so like little enjoyment the the reason i i feel like this game just plops you in a little a little too too fast too hard uh it, it's one of those games where you're kind of just put into the story and then like you you're in the middle of it it's kind of like cave story it's like oh what the hell is happening and then you're you just start like, talking to, to people and they reveal and... what's happening yeah
1: i mean i like those games like this game uh like people call it 2d dark souls in the way um it's played versus like you know you're trying to get from the save point to like wherever you're trying to go without dying because it's a very um unforgiving uh death system i want to say at points
0: um, yeah that's that's really what i was talking about and i feel like i was just a little bit too frustrated by it to really uh yeah i mean it really def- feel like it was worth it
1: it's absolutely a frustrating game so if you if for people that do like games like dark souls sekiro or uh, any of those like they would probably very much so enjoy this game it's just it's for you have to be kind of masochistic in the types of games that you like which is surprising because you like kaizo stuff and i find that like the most like
0: so so the thing is i I actually don't like kaizo stuff uh a lot of people think i do like kaizo stuff and uh i love watching it every single time i try to play it i get pissed off like every time and i would not say lost levels is kaizo because like that's that's like saying like uh i don't know uh it's, it's like, hard for casual, but Kaizo, like, goes above and beyond to be like, this yeah, game yeah, was yeah. made to be difficult. And while yeah. Lost Levels was made to be difficult, it was made to be difficult in, like, 1988. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, or 87 yeah, or whenever I, I, it came I, I, out.
1: I didn't realize you didn't like Kaizo stuff. I could have swore you used to always play it on uh, Mario Maker and stuff.
0: Um, I would play some, like, semi-hard stuff, but I wouldn't do levels that I had to grind for more than, like, two or three hours. Like, some of the Kaizo stuff is like, oh, you spent 25 levels on this, or 25 hours on this level, you're really good. Yeah, so then that would make I,
1: sense why you don't like this, then. Because like I said, this is a very like you have to like you're like there are points where I literally died getting to a point like over and over and over and over and over and over. Like,
0: so let's talk about the progress system a little bit. So so the way this game works, like I actually don't really understand like what the overall goal of the game is. You probably have a better idea. I I noticed that like you're you. You free these slugs from, like, bosses occasionally, and I think that, like, has something to do with with how this game progresses. So, so, um...
1: I'll actually go into it. (laughs) Well, let's let's start with, like, the plot. We didn't even talk about the fucking plot of this game. You're basically, like, some rabbit guy who, like, ascends onto this kingdom, uh, and you get to this town. It's called, Deep something. I forget the name of it. And literally, the town is empty except for one person. Uh, What, unbeknownst to you, below the town is an entire expanding cavernous uh kingdom which uh used to be sprawling with people wealth you know all this wonderful stuff but over the years has been rampaged with monsters and a evil aura has taken over it seemingly one by one everyone from that village went uh into said ruins never to be seen again so you kind of are tasked uh, of going in there and just kind of seeing what's going on. You don't really know why you're doing it. You're just kind of doing it and like I guess saving things as you go along. Because what's cool is as you um, progress through the caverns and stuff like that, you unlock new areas uh, and you start finding some of the townspeople and they're like, "Oh shit! Like I was, you know, this this evil aura has you know made me blind to what's going on. Thanks for committing me back to my senses and they actually go back to the." Uh, main town, they'll sell you things, upgrades, and and stuff like that.
0: Want well, to know what I actually think the plot is? You 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 land in this one town, and this guy says, "Just kill some shit." Because like honestly, the way that this game works and the way that dialogue is structured, like I had no attachment to the story whatsoever. And I played this game for multiple hours. And you would think that like over time it'd be like I would care about these characters in this game, but like I would just like whatever this bullshit world. Like I'm just trying to find the next thing, go to the next place, and. It wasn't like I was going into this game cynical. I'm like, oh, this is a game that's generally highly received. Like, I think it has, like, a 90 on Metacritic. And, like, I think, it's like, like it I, says I, overwhelmingly I'm i not like, oh, Dana, positive. pick this game. Fuck this game, you know? But, like, I don't know. Like, I just talked to people. I, like, randomly went to Rocks and they had, like, poems on them. Like, this doesn't really mean anything to me. And I was just, like, done with I- it.
1: I think it just might be this game uh, isn't uh, for you. This game is hard. It- it's... It's unbelievably hard. Um, like they said, it's it's incredibly frustrating at points. Uh to go into the death system we were kinda of talking about a little bit earlier. What happens is when you die, you spawn a ghost of yourself that you have to get back to your body and kill. Yeah, the and ghosts. the and the
0: way that where you spawn when you die, basically the way this game works is it, it's it's like an exploratory, like, cavern system. So like there are certain areas like hot springs res- restore like some chakra you have and like there's benches and those benches uh will will be where you respawn like the last place you rest is the last place to respawn so hypothetically if you do a lot of traveling and don't find a bench you'll go all the way back to the bench and your body which uh dana mentioned like you you spawn a spirit right after you die uh that will have all of your money and you have to go there to get it back and it will actually attack you and if you die twice then you lose all your money. And and yeah. do you want to go into this a little bit more?
1: Yeah, uh, I think you remember me uh, on Discord sending you a message earlier. We were having like, a casual conversation about whatever, and then I just go, fuck, 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 fuckity, fuck, fuck, fuck. And you're like, oh, you died twice, didn't you? <laughs> like, yeah, You, you know exactly. Like We didn't have any conversation, which, yeah, it is incredibly frustrating. Um, as you get on with the game, though, there are a lot of methods where you can get... Uh, money very easily you start getting charms and upgrades that like triple or double the amount of money you get you know money comes to you automatically like flies at you which is what really makes this game shine is when you start getting these upgrades you can augment your character to do a lot more fun stuff depending on the situation you're at
0: yeah yeah this is this is definitely a game where like progress feels good cuz like you you literally just start with the ability to jump and use your sword like and then yeah through buying upgrades also buying the ability to actually see where you're going like there's a map but the map isn't really like super accessible you have yeah. to like actually uh you know, like, buy it with your geos. That's what they call money.
1: Yeah, you kind of find a guy who's traveling through the caverns and he's like making the map as he goes along. You have to buy it from him.
0: But, but I will say, I think that the actual death system turned me off from the game. The, the biggest bullshit thing about this game, and I know that I've kind of been a Debbie Downer for the past like, uh, 10 minutes, is that, um, the, the actual recovery system is why I really didn't like the death system. It wasn't so much the death system. I think that the two, the two deaths is fine. But the fact is, some games have iframes it's like oh i got hit i don't really know what i'm doing i guess i'll be able to recover this game's uh cooldown for getting a hit is so small that like all of a sudden <laughs> the way this game works you have five hit boxes when you kill more enemies you get this like charge and that charge if you really want you could like stand in place and like recover your health or you could use that charge to like be like a powerful weapon etc uh but the thing about your five health hits is that like in mario you get hit once It takes a couple seconds before you can get hit another time. Like, this game, you get hit once. If you don't immediately get out of the way, you'll get hit probably three or four times. And, like, that's, like, all of a sudden most of your health is gone. You have to, like, hide in a place or else you're going to yeah. get, like, dead. That's,
1: that's a lot of why people equate it to Dark Souls, where every enemy has a specific uh, telegraph attack that you have to learn and, like, actively try to dodge. This isn't a hack and slash, like, in the traditional sense, where you're just, like, beep, 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 b. Like, you need to attack one, jump out, because he's going to lunge at you, otherwise you're going to take a da- point of damage. Like, I jump in and hit him another time, jump out. Like, you have to finesse it like you would in a Dark Souls game. Uh, oh, yeah, 100%.
0: Sure. Like, there's definitely like patterns from, from, I, and first of all, these, these patterns are like learned and rewarded. I actually did really like the journal, like the monster journal, like yeah. that you pick up. And it's basically like, oh, if you kill 20 of these, it'll give you information regarding this enemy. And it's like, oh, cool, I actually want to do that. Uh, and also the fact that, like, you really don't get that much money and you really got to kill a lot of shit to, like, regain health and money. Like, you, you actually do end up killing a lot of stuff. I, the, the one thing, just just to finish on the recovery system, like the the two two deaths and you lose all your money, that's fine, except in the case where I've died in places where my recovery body... So the way that the recovery body works, it spawns somewhere in the room that you died. The way that a lot of these rooms work, as I mentioned before, there's a progress system where if you don't have a power-up, you're actually unable to get to certain areas in a single room. And sometimes know my exactly body... I exactly where you died, yeah, too. Sometimes my body just spawns in a stupid ass place where i literally can't get to it uh there's like a pond in like the first area yep. but you can only access it after like the third area or something like that yeah so, is it, the, so is it the one where like the, the, the I lost the, 400 geo
1: is it the one's where like the bugs are going across the water and stuff like yep, that yeah that's exactly it you, when i messaged you that's where i had died and lost all my shit too
0: well congratulations <laughs> this game sucks
1: uh no Fuck um, it. yeah so another point to make on that they actually fixed that so, do you know in the main city, if you go all the way to the right, there's that uh, door, door with a locked door. What that is, if you unlock it, it costs 950 coins to or geos, whatever it's called, to unlock. And it gives you an NPC that when you die, you that, go back.
0: He'll, he'll respawn your thing, right? He'll respawn your
1: spirit, your spirit and uh, you get all your stuff back.
0: Do you want to know why I know that? Why? Because I googled, how do I get my spirit back when I died in this certain room? Because I was so pissed. And it's like, oh, just get the NPC. I'm like, oh I don't know how to get this I fuck it. Yeah, I lost I, them all. I was I'm like pissed. trying
1: to I was like jumping onto the enemy, getting hit, and then like trying to like dash over. Yeah,
0: it, exactly. I'm like, oh, if I like so the way this game works, you could like hit up, down, left, and right and like if you hit down you bounce off an enemy like oh i just gotta bounce off him all the way across this lake it's like speaking of kaizo shit that would be like so unbelievably hard but i think i gotta do it i I think it's possible i think it's possible if you're obscenely good at the game but like yeah it's probably possible for a speedrunner it's probably like actually a speedrun strat like knowing how these things work yeah
1: But, I mean, you say you don't get involved in the story. I think that's what's so... um, For me, uh, what I loved so much about it is you find more about the story as you're going on and stuff like that. Like, you're just a... It just throws you into it. Like, you're just an adventurer. You're just trying to get, like, guts and glory and fucking all the treasure and shit, you know? That's basically it. But then you start understanding, like, the world around you. Why
0: it is. Like, where is everything? You know, what happened? Like, what's your true purpose? Um, I I think, like... I'm in the wrong here. I know that like Metacritic isn't the end all be all, but when a game has a nine out of ten, I I genuinely think that it is me and not the game. That, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. That certain times you just don't get into a story, like like hypoth- You're not supposed to like like every single book, right? Like every no. single story, you either like or dislike just on the surface. And I feel like I just didn't like this game on yeah, the surface. I, I, the I, the I one thing like I will say is that it was beautiful, and I think it rode so hard on that.
1: I, I I Like I said, for the first two hours, I really wasn't into it. But then, like I said, as I started getting more of the upgrades and shit like that, I really started to enjoy it. But I understand why you wouldn't. Like, a lot of people don't like, you know, these, like, ultra-punishing games that you get fucked over when you die and stuff like that. It wasn't um,
0: even about it being punishing. I was just, like, kind of sick of it. Like, um, I, I think, like, one of the things I disliked is, like, how long it took to get a map. There was the second area of the game where everything is, like, super green. And I feel like I I completed the entire area before I got a map. And maybe that's my issue that I didn't look for a map first. But uh, well, I beat I, all the bosses, etc. before I got a map. Really? Yeah.
1: That's, like, not right. <laughs> so it's, like, the yeah. first thing you do is, like, at the beginning of every area, you just go straight and then go down and then you'll immediately start seeing, like, pieces of paper on the ground and you just follow the paper and the guy's there.
0: Well, I didn't see that guy. I... I beat the lady boss um, after, like, doing massive exploratory uh, shit, and then I uh, went down, I found the train dude, so there's a way to travel between maps, you gotta, like, pay your geos to this one train dude, and then it'll go from place to place. I ended up not having enough geos, so I went down, and I, like, went to this area with a massive lake. Basically, I explored the entire area, by the time I got the map, the entire map was filled up. Uh,
1: that sounds like a you problem.
0: Eh, it sounds like a me problem, I understand, but, like, at the same time, come on, game designers, The, the map get is with literally
1: it. at the beginning of every zone. Come on, zone. game it's, designers,
0: the map get is, with it.
1: The map is literally, like, the third door on, like, every area. Like, I guess it's just, like, me, I, like, check, like, before I move forward, I, I'll, like, gauge an area, and I'll be, like, okay, so is this continuing on, or do I want to hit all, like, I hit all, like, the nooks and crannies of everything. Before I do anything else, I emailed the game dev
0: saying, "How dare you?"
1: Well, I think you're a stupid poopy face, and you're wrong, and that's okay though. You're allowed to be.
0: Well, that's my that's me for Halloween, Mad Gamer.
1: The Mad Gamer.
0: Yeah, I got a nine and three three quarters hat because it's both Harry Potter and Alice in Wonderland in one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think if you like the Metroidvania types games, or even like Dark Souls or anything like that, you would probably absolutely fucking adore this game um maybe like watch a speed run of it even if you don't I, because- i've actually
0: seen the speed run of it and i don't remember a single thing from the speed run i remember i specifically watched the hallow Knight speed run and i liked it from gdq and i was like okay i don't remember any of this
1: i mean I, like it, it, it is a, a beautiful fucking game so
0: yeah i like if you're into like fucking video game art at all like this is so amazing like i this is probably, like, honestly the most beautiful game I've ever seen. Like, because I'm trying to think of, like, any, like, AAA title. A lot of them are 3D graphics, and, like, I honestly, like, like yeah, they're impressive, but they're not beautiful. Really, if you want to get into beautiful graphics, you have to go into 2D, and you either get the pixel art, like, the perfect pixel art. Like, again, like Mother 3, which neither of us played, right? Neither of us played it last week? No. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry we let you all down, uh... It's like All I want to
1: play I really do want to play that but now I want to play this and it's like now I got to play the game night you know
0: Yeah 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 but, but it- um yeah like if you had a beautiful game you really want it to be 2D if you want to achieve perfection you either I got to go to, like the uh pixel route, pixel route which I feel like Mother 3 actually really excels in I'm trying trying to think of like a recent pixel art game that we played but then you also have like the like just 2D to the max and honestly I've I I can't think of a more beautiful 2D game than I've seen in this and like, don't tell me it's like, oh, I just recently played Dead or Live Stream Extreme like Volleyball 2D Edition, and it's let, so let me tell beautiful. You,
1: Dead or Live Extreme Beach Volleyball is a very fun game. Okay.
0: <laughs> no, I I will actually agree because I remember like again, like this should not have been a situation, but I was getting like babysit, and it's like, oh, we got uh this volleyball game, and like there was there was there was no sex. This this is like not like a scary situation. It was just like like. I was just, like, not me. There were multiple people there. I was like, oh, we want to play a volleyball game. And like, no one understood like the terrible things about the volleyball game. We had fun playing the volleyball game. I remember playing the volleyball game and it was fun. That's uh, it.
1: I, I was uh, a young teen and all my friends got together. I think I was like 12 or something like that. We bought this game and we played the shit out of it because we wanted to unlock the the G string. Like we spent fucking days trying to do it. Well that's a, that's I, com- I hope you got
0: there. <laughs> we did. I hope you did. Congratulations. Com- completely relevant to the point of this game. Um
1: like I said, <laughs> if you like these types of games,
0: yeah, you, I, really, you'll like I it. really liked unlocking the G string for the character. <laughs> completely relevant. I'm that talking was my favorite Hollow Knight. Badge. Jesus oh, Christ. Oh god.
1: Yeah, but uh speaking of
0: games. No, speaking of games, the one thing I will say, because you keep calling this the Dark Souls of 2D platformers. I remember this this game is actually, I think, a little bit older than the one I'm talking about. I remember everyone was calling Salt and Sanctuary the Dark Souls of 2D platformers. The
1: fuck is that?
0: Salt and fucking Sanctuary. And I remember, like, more than any game I've seen. Yeah, 2016. Okay, so I think this was the OG. The Salt and Sanctuary was the OG in like 2D hard platformers. And I feel like yeah, of course there was like no part of the development cycle of uh, Hollow well, this, Knight this, that this, like
1: this came uh game came out in the era of where every game needed to be the, the X of of The Dark
0: like Souls of 2D platformers. Yeah, the, the dark souls of God for, simulators the dark souls of puzzle platformers <laughs> the dark souls of puzzle games the dark souls of 2d fighting games you know the i was dark gonna say souls souls one but you know it's of okay. 3d you, you just, fighting you games, can just keep setting them it's all good yeah I, was no, just, I, 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 I ran out of ideas i was gonna obviously. say dark
1: souls of uh you know first person shooters but you know it's cool you got you, you said your list
0: i i watched the mega 64 video back in the day
1: oh well i don't remember it because i don't remember anything
0: yeah well it was a pretty good video but yeah of course <laughs> like salt and sanctuary like one year before uh Hollow Knight, like, it, it's not that, like, Hollow Knight copied Salt and Sanctuary. I, for those who don't know, a game takes more than a year develop, to develop, especially one that's, like, pretty ambitious like this one. But, I remember like, every single fucking person was like, oh, I literally searched Salt and Sanctuary, and one of those suggested videos is 2D Souls Salt and Sanctuary review. Like, that's <laughs> like, like, like it's literally, like, I search the game, and then it's like the Dark Souls yeah. 2D game. So... I bet they're very similar games. There were a lot of games that came out around this era that were just, like, hard 2D platformers that looked really good and had different art styles. Uh, But, yeah, I was just, like... Everyone's calling this the Dark Souls of, of 2D platformers. Disagree slightly. That's all I'll say. Have you even played Dark Souls? I've played Demon Souls. So, no. I guess. Kinda. It's <laughs> like saying, have you read The Lord of the Rings? I know what The Hobbit is.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's actually, like, a very good... uh. <laughs> yeah. Fucking, there we uh, go. Comparison.
0: Baller. Well, because The Hobbit isn't
1: anything like The Lord of the Rings.
0: <laughs> For those who can't tell, Sober October is over, and I'm I'm going in on the interruptions and like the de- general debauchery. Because uh, I mean, what what they're to do? Sober October is only followed by Bender November. We're talking like eighteen to nineteen beers. It's
1: okay, I'm on my uh, on my second White Claw.
0: I'm on my nineteenth White Claw. That's a problem. That that's like that would legitimately be a problem because like you'd be <laughs> like, Sam, should I call an ambulance? Like it looks like you're uh, choking on your own vomit.
1: <laughs> so your biases aside, on your opinion on this style of game, would you recommend this to people that you would think like this type of game?
0: Oh, like I don't. Um... So the thing is like I feel like this game is obviously good in its own right and like my recommendation is meaningless in the setting. Like my recommendation is like I did I wasn't into this game but I could recognize it as a good platformer. I feel like well yeah that's what me, I mean. Yeah, I mean I like this is probably a well-made platformer but personally on the merits of the setting and plot I dislike the game. But like it's very like someone who wants to play this game is not going to really care about my opinion on this. I feel like this game has enough praise that anyone who wants to play this game can The number
1: one fucking source of video game recommendations. Everyone listening to this right now, all one of you, how many games have you played because we talked about it?
0: I, I will probably say this is probably the most we've disagreed on a game. Or maybe not the most who disagree in game but like probably I, the first time in a while where we have severely disagreeing. I don't even, I don't even
1: think we'd disagree on the game. I think it's just an uh, a matter of different uh you just don't like the style of game. Like I no, like, I, I think I, I,
0: I, I like 2D platformers. That's crazy if you think I don't like the style of game. No,
1: I don't think this is just a 2D platformer though. I just think it's like the
0: frustrating like Oh. Of... I like Metroidvanias. Like one of my like, I really like the game Valdez story. On Steam, which is a really good Metroidvania game, by the way. I recommend that one. Fuck
1: you. You suck. Fucking piece of shit.
0: Ass. Are you talking through a kazoo?
1: Fucking fuck.
0: Can you make a kazoo intro for this podcast? Spooky. Are you you cosplaying as a mosquito from Earthbound for Halloween? That, That was a kazoo. Didn't sound like any kazoo I've played. You must be a shitty kazoo player. Uh,
1: Speaking of kazoos, uh, I have been playing a shit ton of RuneScape lately. uh,
0: Oh, I've been playing RuneScape, too. Are you you doing uh, the... Trailblazer? Yeah, Trailblazer. It's Quest 2 or
1: whatever? Yeah, were you actually playing it?
0: I'm actually doing this because, for those who don't know, I'm in a long-term relationship with a Pinkloon Games, and Loon Games is like, please play this. And I'm like, you know what? Sure. So I got my fucking relics. I'm in. I, I haven't played the one RuneScape. where I could fletch immediately. All my shit in my inventory immediately goes. I wish it. I got
1: that one. I got the first one and it fucked me over. Um, I haven't played RuneScape in like four years. And literally watching streamers play this and like some videos on this made me want to play the game again. It's actually a really fun uh, league. Basically what it is is. um, Can
0: Scape you say started- the name
1: of it? It's called Trailblazer League.
0: And it's Trailblazer League 2, right? This no, is now this, this, a yearly no, 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 event? No, 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 no,
1: This is Trailblazer, uh, Trailblazer's own separate thing. Before it was called Twisted League. This is Trailblazer League. Uh, much in okay. the realm how other games like Path of Exile have different named leagues, um, this is RuneScape's second league, which is like a seasonal server where everything is wiped at the end of it, and then you're kind of just going for rankings and stuff like that. It's you're Trailblazer
0: based- Realms 2 or something? I thought 2 was in the name
1: it's it's like the league that it's league 2.
0: Okay. Trailblazer league that, 2.
1: Trailblazer is the name of the league but it's the second league in the series of leagues.
0: Confusion league 2. Yes, dude. Um I'm just yet, ter- like like people were into this and it's like I'm so confused now. So um <laughs>
1: basically uh everyone you start out with five times experience rates you are locked to one zone at the time and basically what you can do is as you do more tests in any given area you can get points that you can use to unlock zones i think there's nine total but you can only unlock five total uh, so you kind of have to like plan out your route and what you're going to do and what your goals are for any given league and as you get more um Test done you get new relics that will do crazy things like give you unlimited run energy you know make it like he was saying so all of the stuff in your inventory is instantly like crafted i picked one that makes it so everything goes automatically to your bank so if i mine something or get wood cutting it automatically goes to my bank um and then there's another one where um all your skills are boosted by 12 so it's like you start getting like crazy base 12 rates immediately uh uh right off the bat Then there's six tiers of relics, so you can start getting crazier and crazier builds, and you just get fucking nutty. Um, yeah, the way
0: you get relics is basically by playing the game. Like, oh, like you get, you have these, you have these like achievements. It's like your gamer score allows you to get from relic one to two to three, whatever your level. Uh, so like if you get like base level 10, then all of a sudden you're able to get like a new relic, or if you get like certain. A certain, like, you fish enough then, like, you get points and then you get to expand towards your second relic, third relic, etc. Dan is laughing at me because he's like, oh, he's such a noob at RuneScape, he doesn't understand. No, I know nah. what Bob the Cat is. I am just I excited. know Evil
1: Bob. I, I, I'm just excited that you're playing this. Like, are you actually having fun with it?
0: Um, I got bored, so I'm playing less than Pink, but Pink is also playing. Okay. I'm probably gonna play more now that I know my co-host is playing, so just so I can beat him. What level are you? I am total level uh six hundred and fifty.
1: But yeah, uh I think it's revitalizing to the game. I think it's adding a lot of new content that would otherwise not be used, and uh I'm having a lot of fun with
0: it. For those who think they're good at RuneScape, I I recommend you follow Spicy R S through his time in Twisted League Two. And you will probably it's not Twisted League Two. Tangled League Two <laughs> I'm so confident, but apparently so wrong. What's it called? So it's the league
1: system, but it's the second league, and this specific league, the second league, is called Trailblazer League.
0: So I implore those who are interested in RuneScape to call the second league Trailblazer. Go on there and then Google Spicy RS, and then Google my stats on on the Trailblazer second league, and you'll find that my fishing level is 18 minus 60 go fuck yourself (laughs) uh
1: another reason why i um brought this up actually it goes on to a bigger point is um we were talking earlier about how among us and you know games like phasmophobia got big because of um streamers basically um a streamer will play a game and it gets very popular obviously um then suddenly every streamer's playing it everyone's playing and so on and so forth um what got me into this league was Asmogold did a sponsored stream for uh, uh Old School RuneScape. He was the first this is the first time he's ever played RuneScape uh or at least in, you know, like 10 15 years or whatever.
0: For those who don't know, Asmongold is a massive WoW streamer, massive MMO streamer. So yeah, like an just... MMO player going to a different MMO is actually a huge deal.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a huge deal. Um he he probably got paid a large sum of money to, you know, basically noob it up in Twisted League and then he had a uh an interview with the the devs of the game and uh, it just goes to show that like it, it's better advertising just pay a fucking big streamer to play your game because people want to play it because i mean that's why i got back into it
0: so you're telling me if i spend two million dollars or whatever uh hyperscape spent on like an emote system where people unlock emotes by subbing and they get hyperscape emotes and the fact that like 300 people watch hyperscape right now you're telling me that's not a good system you're no, telling me that people want to play games that people stream yeah. What? What? No, that's definitely how it works. Like, I feel like most people don't realize that and it's stupid. Like, someone made a tweet actually recently. I, I I'm I'm I think it was author blues, so uh sorry if I'm I'm quoting the wrong person, but someone was just like there's apparently, like, people who are, like, actually advertising their services, like, DoorDash. It's like, oh, you get a DoorDash ad on Twitch. Let's actually... So, Twitch or Twitch's ad system has gotten worse. Have you noticed that people with ad blocks... It's so
1: not- bad, dude. Like, I'll be watching a stream, and I'll get, like, four fucking ads in the middle of, like, like a 15-minute period. I'll get, like, four ads.
0: Did you see the new thing where, uh, like, if you have an ad blocker, it's like, oh, we notice you're using an ad blocker. Please, whitelist Twitch or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's-,
1: it's it's terrible.
0: It's terrible.
1: Well, and for, then ad blockers example, that
0: don't get that also don't work. Like, they've actually, like, somehow outsmarted the ad blockers. It. Amazon, how dare you?
1: I was literally watching a stream the other day. You know, they were, it was like, uh, world first, like, they're killing this boss. And right as the boss, like, you know, the boss at, like, 2% health, everyone's like, oh my god, oh my god, like, this is the, the highest moment. The death
0: animation. It's like no, a Wendy's the, ad.
1: No, the, the, yeah, the ad, an ad came up and everyone's like, what the fuck, ad, what the fuck, ad? And all the streamers are pissed. Because they're not placing these ads. Twitch is forcing them to do it.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's like, so Twitch now has mid-roll ads every 20 minutes or so. It's like, it's arbitrary. So it's like, it's more when they go live, that. it's like, oh, 20 minutes from now, you're going to get an ad. But like, uh, someone someone I think was author Blue's, like, was basically like, oh, I see a DoorDash ad all the time on, on Twitch. And like, it really actually actively makes me not want DoorDash because they're interrupting my stream. But if DoorDash actually sponsored streamers, like, you don't even have to talk about DoorDash. But if you just said, I'm hungry, I'm ordering Wendy's right now. Oh, really I just got this Dash Wendy's edge. on DoorDash. Like, obvi- okay, I shouldn't say don't talk about DoorDash. Just mention you got this Wendy's on DoorDash. That's gonna make people hungry and order Wendy's on DoorDash. How many times have you ordered food because a streamer was hungry and ordered food?
1: Literally never.
0: Really? Okay, I've definitely done that at least once. <laughs> um, what? You're not like watching it like one in the morning and someone's like, "Oh, I'm fucking hungry." Like, "Oh, I just got this fucking Thai food from Uber Eats." Oh, no. Nah,
1: no, because at that point I would have already got myself food.
0: Because you already got rice cooker in your house?
1: Yeah. I, I'd fucking have been rice cookering it up. I actually had pasta today, though.
0: <laughs> I actually, I'm seeing like Dana sweating rice right now. It's kind of a weird phenomenon.
1: <laughs> I'm sw- like full fucking rice pellets are coming out of my pores. <laughs> You're
0: just like eating them as they're dripping down your face? Jesus Christ.
1: That is uh, absolutely disgusting. It's uh,
0: Halloween. Like, speaking of scary, like, the Broodwitch now exists, for real? Like, the actual sandwich? Yeah, the Binging with Babbage did a Broodwitch episode.
1: I would See, it's like, you you, you link that to me. I, I have a link of, like, a playlist of, like, 15 videos I've been meaning to watch, and it's just, like, between, like, I'm full-timing three MMOs right now, on top of having to play a game for the week. So, weeks. yeah,
0: RuneScape, MapleStory, and WoW?
1: Yeah, I, do, I haven't done my dailies in MapleStory for, like, four days, it's a big deal
0: oh boohoo fuck you I know I mean yeah fuck me but at the same time like maple story is terrible it and is I know that because so I spent fun. thousands of hours on maple story it is better now than so that's like a heroin addict saying heroin is terrible I'm allowed to say it <laughs> and you're like oh heroin's better now I'm like yeah I know fentanyl <laughs> is more potent than heroin <laughs>
1: thank Heroine's you better now <laughs> I mean that really goes for any like MMO that's like hyper addicting and stuff like that. I really, think are, like really no you know, human I,
0: being should be playing MMOs.
1: I think you're too addicted to playing uh the lost levels.
0: Oh really? Because I'm not even playing just the lost levels now. I'm I'm getting gangbanged by you're, the all five, you're doing, you know. You're doing five types of heroin at once now. Yeah. Like imagine like what would you do if like 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 are MMOs inherently like bad? Yes. Yeah, like, because, like, I, if you heard, I, I think, if you heard I th- like, some member of Congress, like, I'm not getting political, but, like, if you heard of someone in, like, a higher-up position was playing an MMO, you'd be concerned, right?
1: Well, I would be more, I think there should be legal precedents that people under the age of, like, 19 should be, like, legally barred from playing an MMO, because it is, like, life-ruining.
0: I mean, you could just go to, like, China and then get shock therapy at the age of 14 because you played, uh, Tale or something. <laughs>
1: Wait, <laughs> That sounds kind of cool.
0: It sounds cool to get shocked by the Chinese government. I mean, like yeah. honestly, like I mean, Tank that's Man like, is is it's on t-shirts everywhere.
1: Like, you, you, you've you've tapped into my fetish. I want to get shocked by the Chinese government.
0: I I bet someone is actually like super hard right now listening to that. But uh, <laughs> like I don't know. Like if you heard, if you heard, like doesn't matter who. I'm not gonna name names because it's gonna get inherently political. You heard your congressman was like level cap and wow. I mean, I guess that wouldn't matter. He's like, "Oh, we paid for it." But uh you well, but like, heard well, your site... congressman was level 250 in story? you'd be concerned. You'd be like, "Is he getting worked on?"
1: Yeah, like 250, sure. Um I'm 241. Yeah, I'm 241.
0: Not even 250. Not I'm even not... fifth job. What even are, are, are there fifth jobs? No.
1: Well, yeah, actually kind of. It's it's a, it's, a, it's a complicated system that people on this podcast really don't care about.
0: <laughs> Oh, they're, you're you're telling me they don't care about the Maple story leveling system? Like wow.
1: fuck you. Fuck you. Like a, a, everything about this is
0: uh This is just like a personal attack. Like we're not going to have an episode 20 or yeah, we're in 28 right now, right? 27, something like that. Oh, we're on 27, yeah. We're not going to have an episode 28 because like, Dana's going to be like, "You know what? I don't accept this bullying anymore. Unless you pay me $40,000 a year."
1: I mean, I we're, would do anything for money. Um, well, to be fair though, as long as you don't do gruel cast, like I'm, I'm fine with like whatever you throw at me. So um... just intervention every cast. <laughs> Dude, every we were talking cast. about Twitch and it's like I want to talk about like the DMCA shit. Like it, there's there's a shit ton of stuff going on with Twitch right now. All right, there's well
0: all let's these... immediately switch the subject. Herman Herman Lee. I was gonna say Herman Miller because I am obsessed with my own chair, Dude, which I'm not it, actually using because so... my girlfriend stole it.
1: We we mentioned last week the whole DMCA stuff going down. Everyone freaking out about it. It's actually happening. Um, the One of the lead guitarists from the band Dragonforce, he streams on Twitch. He'll physically play his own music. He got DMCA'd playing his own music because, obviously, I guess
0: the band doesn't own, like, the rights to their own music. It's, it's like, have you ever gone on YouTube and saw a video demonetized for playing the tune of something? Like, they're literally, like, someone is singing the tune of, like... I don't know, Gangnam Style, and they get DMCA'd for like, oh, that was in the tune of Gangnam Style. That's The, the it's tune of Gangnam Style it's is copyrighted. literally
1: the artist playing his own song and he got banned from Twitch for like three days or something because of it. That is so asinine. It, I mean, I understand why it happens and stuff like that. I'm not like, oh, why is it like this? Like, I, I get it. It just... Like, holy shit, man. It's getting to the point where I'm watching big streamers and they're like, I'm not playing music anymore at all because I don't want to deal with it. I already have five to six DMCA strikes because what they're doing is they're going from clips from like three years ago and looking for that one 50 cent song you played for 12 seconds and giving you a strike on
0: it. Like, yeah. And it's not like a single strike. It's like you got like three cases of those. It's like, oh, you know, you've been clean for seven years and we love you on our platform. It doesn't matter because if you play one more copyrighted song because you got seven strikes at once, we're, we're... Killing your channel, it. yeah, and yeah. your
1: livelihood is literally gone. Um, it it it's incredibly obscene. Um, there's a lot of bad shit going on with Twitch right now. I know we talk a lot about Twitch. I guess it's just because it's so inga- uh, ingrained with like gaming and you know the internet in general that it, it's hard not to talk about it because this stuff is it affects us every day. You know, whether it's the ads or it's the DMCA's or or what, it's uh, extremely frustrating. I wish YouTube had a better streaming system because everything about them have it. They already have it all figured out, you know.
0: YouTube is just as bad in terms of like what you get copyrighted for, but the difference between YouTube and Twitch is that you don't really have your channel looming. Like, yeah, there are copyright strikes versus copyright claims but at the same time like i would be much less worried being on youtube about my channel closing rather than uh, Well, on, like, on,
1: on on uh youtube they have the means to you know like edit clips do everything like that they have the automated systems that handle that you, like yeah, twitch, twitch has, is just
0: like delete it please we twitch don't know what like, it is but just delete it please just delete please. it
1: like and you're just like well what is it all right i have to delete 7 years worth of fucking uh videos on my channel fuck you <laughs> Yo, we're so are talking what,
0: about bad guys did you do you see that thing about billy mitchell uh, Someone didn't do their homework for virtual homework.
1: I actually did do the thing on Billy Mitchell. I'm trying to remember what it was though. Wasn't it like um
0: the thing? So, the Billy Mitchell so, is so much bullshit. It's like, oh, what bullshit well, are you talking about? Well, Let me like, go in my it's Billy Mitchell like I read, bullshit I read the
1: article And there was like a little bit more on it. So basically, the article said that like the um like the court kind of threw it out, but like it got thrown out to see how to fucking phrase it like the like the action to like throw it out got thrown out so it's like he has to like sue if he wants to pursue it like it, it it's basically a bunch of bullshit
0: so billy mitchell is suing a lot of people because billy mitchell is a very uh litigious person in fact if billy mitchell somehow is one of the 30 people that views this podcast we're probably gonna billy get billy mitchell sued. is a little bitch boy i'm gonna say it yeah, he's a little bitch boy i'll say that much i mean like that's that's our opinion it's Billy not fact. Billy Bichel that's not fact and if we get sued by Billy Mitchell expect Billy us to be Billy Mitchell. C- expect us to be the <laughs> the virtual bitchell podcast sure that's a terrible name but At the same time, Billy Mitchell is a very litigious person. He's suing a lot of people who have claimed his records are fake, which we have no ability to claim because neither of us actually give a shit about Donkey Kong. All I know is that as a speedrunner, the burden and proof is on the individual and people have definitely had a lot of evidence against him. He has not said anything that has proved his case so I'm a little suspicious let's just say that but Billy Mitchell sued Twin Galaxy specifically saying that they them removing his times was like in violation of like it's like defamation or something like that and the case got thrown out with a caveat it basically said we are throwing this out because this is a stupid ass claim and you're a litigious asshole but you're able to Overturn us throwing it out if you're willing to send an $80,000 deposit for lawyer fees, which apparently has been paid. So Billy Jesus Mitchell Christ. is spending a shit ton of money.
1: Dude, fuck him, man.
0: Yeah, fuck him, honestly. Like, this is a terrible situation for. Like, like-
1: he's u- upset. That's like, you know, MySpace taking down, like. Like, like, what are their news articles from 10 years ago, and you're, like, suing them over? Like, what?
0: Billy Mitchell is one of these people, like, The King of Kong is a documentary, and they obviously, for the sake of entertainment, uh, definitely played up some of the crazy shit that happens in the retro game community. But well, I've wait. met a lot of people in the retro game community, and, like, a lot of them are great people, but I know for a fact certain people are completely defined about being a Good at a video game that was created thirty years ago, and because yeah, of that,
1: it, it, it's like all they have, and it's like if they don't have that, then it's like they're thinking like, well, what am I? So they have to and, defend it for and, every. And the older being. the
0: game, and the more they've been playing the game, really more the, the more they've been playing the game, the uh, the more it really affects their ego. Billy Mitchell has cared about the the Donkey Kong score for longer than he's like the majority of his life. Like, there's been mm-hmm. more time where this Donkey than Donkey Kong score has defined alive. him than than the other way around you know
1: yeah i mean it it just really sucks and it just sours the whole thing i mean twin galaxies in is irrelevant to anyone under the age of like what like was it 35 (laughs)
0: like uh i i want to say like even 40 like it it's twin galaxies was never really relevant like it was relevant as in like well, it was it was uh, okay.
1: relevant in like the old days when like there was like no not many other websites. Yeah, there was like SDA and like stuff like that. But like
0: it, it was as relevant as like Guinness Book of World Records was when we were kids. You know, yeah. it's no longer well, relevant like, I, now. I, the reason I said it was never really relevant is like because no, like I don't know many people who really cared about like twin galaxies as a whole. Like twin galaxies, like it it it's just like the grading system, right? Like it, if you have a card graded, like. It's not really relevant, like, you don't really care that much about, like, the... As long as it's official, like, you don't care too much about, like, the people grading it as long as it's, like, graded, like, accurately and, like, it represents the card itself. Like, that is... No...
1: I'm actually gonna cut you off. That is entirely, completely fucking wrong, because, like, the four major grading labels, there's entire different prestige uh, grading and
0: everything behind it. I no, could let, have me, a... let, me, let me go into this. Let me go into this. Like, yes... You care about the name, but you, like, don't actually, like, care and follow the organization. It's just like, oh, they I know they're legit. That's all that matters. Like, you don't actually care about the internals of that organization. I mean,
1: I guess it's different, like, in card collecting, because, like... Okay, PSA I'm, I'm, and- I'm,
0: we're we're done with. I'm gonna just cut this because I <laughs> sound like a massive idiot. I understand,
1: like <laughs> <laughs> like like Beckett and PSA are like huge. Like every everybody okay. knows everything. Okay, like okay, B- okay, okay,
0: okay. This whole thing, the fact that we're talking about it, like it's it's really working. I guess like Billy Mitchell's entire life is is him trying to be in the public eye. It's just like him suing an irrelevant organization because he wants relevance in the irrelevance. Like it's so it's so small, and it's just yeah. upsetting.
1: I mean, it's like, I guess when you have that kind of ego and it's like everything in your life is literally tied to that and you have nothing else, it's like, I guess you're going to
0: fight for it. Even and if you it's... have shitty hot sauce money, apparently. Didn't We're just talking about things sauce? that are pissing people off, though, like that fucking cyberpunk you know really, update. You
1: know what really grinds
0: my gears? Cyberpunk? Yeah, um, Cyberpunk got delayed.
1: Uh, apparently, a bunch of people took off work to play it, and they're really pissed off. It's the same thing that happened with World of Warcraft, which, by the way, the new Shadowlands expansion got announced for November 23rd. Get hyped.
0: I'm excited. Uh, I, I will say that, like, I don't have sympathy for people who take off work for a video game that, like, I, okay, no, I, I do have sympathy in that they really said this was the deadline, but, like, that's, out of all the things to, like, really be truly upset about, like, oh, it's a like I'm playing a video game my day off. Like I understand why you're upset, but it's like not really a life changing thing. Like well, I well no, I, but
1: like people like f- for for WoW, I guess it's different because you take off like you, you use all you save up all your vacation time for this. Like literally, and it's like you already did it in adv- you advance, and you're just like completely fucked now.
0: Like I I see people like tweeting like I took off Friday. And now, and now the game's not coming out. How fucking dare you? The thing is, the game is coming out three weeks later, which, which means to me that it's really not a development, uh, snag unless they had like a weird ass bug that like they're like, oh, oh we last really need to bug. fix this. But I, I bet it's a production issue. It's like, oh, the, the people producing discs for this game can't get enough in time or something like that. Cause like, I it really, makes more sense. like what, what massive, like, What massive issue that would delay a game would would be in the code that they would be confident enough saying three weeks is all we need to fix this? Like, sometimes the way that coding works is, like, you find a bug, and sometimes that bug means that there's, like, more underneath the surface, et cetera, et cetera. If it gets delayed again, then maybe it's a programming issue. But, like, at the same time, this game has been delayed so many times as a meme. People were literally making memes out of this delay. Did you Uh, see those?
1: Yeah. I'm not even that—oh, yeah, the memes and stuff like that, like, other companies were like, like, yeah, we're actually coming out, but, you know—
0: yeah, it's like, we just wanted to make a message on yellow text, because the, the message from Cyberpunk's developers was on, like, yellow text, black, or, sorry, black text, yellow background. Are you using going to play Cyberpunk? I don't, no, of I don't know. of course not. Like, like the, the, the thing is, I bet I would enjoy it. Want to know why? We played we played Death Stranding, and I would probably not say they're, like, super similar, but they're both AAA, like, RPG kind of titles. Like, I know Cyberpunk is, like, not really, like, would you call it an RPG, or would you call it, like, more of, like, what is GTA? I,
1: uh open world rpg i guess
0: yeah because gt it's it's kind of like gta but in the future almost right kinda well, like maybe you can do if anything. it's maybe
1: if it's my week i'll make us play it
0: maybe you buy it for me this time huh okay <laughs> never but at the same time like yeah now i'm really like is is GTA an RPG? Like, what the
1: fuck? Yes, it is an RP role-playing game. You are assuming a role, and you are playing a
0: game. I don't know. When I think of RPG, <laughs> I just think of, like, like I'm Cloud. I'm going to use my sword of Sephiroth Not every to role-playing game kill... is that.
1: Like, in it, it, fucking, Earthbound is an RPG. Like, not yeah. role-playing, role-playing- But, like, Earthbound inst- and
0: Final Fantasy are much more similar than Final Fantasy and Grand Theft Auto.
1: I mean it's just apples and oranges man.
0: Apples and oranges are different. Picked from
1: the same tree but different fl- flavors of the same kind. I
0: don't think that apples and oranges <laughs> grow on the same tree man. Listen it's a fucking RPG. Oh, we're googling this. I guess I I like no like I generally is think it is GTA an RPG.
1: GTA and RPG. Grand Theft Auto Open World Sandbox. Sh- uh it uh, What type of game is GTA? Action adventure game.
0: Go fucking go in a hole. A hole of shame and despair. A role-playing game is a game in which players
1: assume the roles of characters in a fictional setting. These electronic games sometimes share settings and rules with tabletop RPGs, but emphasize character advancement more than collaborative storytelling.
0: I want to play the GTA tabletop. It probably doesn't exist, but that'd be really funny.
1: I guess it's... it's has it's it's an action adventure game with rpg elements so i guess it's not an rpg
0: so it was just like every genre like what with rpg elements what does that even mean like i it's not you it's it's like the descriptor i
1: mean it's like it's not an, i guess it's an it, action adventure makes more sense i guess it's not an rpg rpg typically means you have a character you like level up and stuff like that that so
0: you don't really have Okay okay, up okay a that's fair that's fair i'm trying to think of any rpg where you don't really level up and i can't think of one off the
1: top of my head So it's like then, at the same time, then Cyberpunk is probably an open world sandbox fucking action adventure game. I guess that is probably similar. It's probably
0: the same genre, actually, as Death Stranding, because you didn't really level up your character in Death Stranding. It's
1: a strand game. What's the genre?
0: Strand. It's a strand game. Every every new game that's ever made by a AAA studio is going to be a strand game. A strand game. Yeah. Cyberpunk 2077, the second strand game
1: a strand game.
0: I mean, if we're talking about like tabletop games especially, I would re- I would love if they made a GTA tabletop game. I would honestly buy the GTA board game cuz that'd be hilarious. It's like a game of life but it's I like GTA. Th-
1: think there but- actually is one. Google Grand Theft Auto board game.
0: More like I'm bored of the game. Oh. Uh...
1: There is a board game. Oh, it's on it was a Mad TV sketch.
0: But did the Mad TV sketch sell real copies of the board game? No. But what's the deal with this uh, Blizzard tabletop game? What's the deal with airline food? Well, really, what if if Jerry Seinfeld was asking about the War Chief <laughs> gaming tabletop game, I would agree.
1: Okay, so Chris Medson, if you know him, he's of Fabled Warcraft and Blizzard lore. He's one of the, uh, I believe he was like head developer for Worldcraft, Worldcraft for like many, many, many years, from beginning to, uh, I want to say, uh, M- M- Missa Pandaria. I could be wrong, but then he quit. And what he is doing, he is creating a company called Warchief Gaming with another um, ex uh, development lead or CEO, whatever, someone high up in the Blizzard ranks. Uh, And like I said, they're making a tabletop company called Warchief Gaming.
0: Uh, I'm kind of excited to see where it comes of it. Name a better duo, senior Blizzard employee and leaving Blizzard. (laughs) I Like, every single, it's like, you hear, like, news, like, every other week, it's like, this Blizzard executive, he's leaving Blizzard making his own studio, Ben Brode, leaving Blizzard, Warchief Gaming, what's that other one that just happened, like, we talked about, like, two podcasts ago?
1: I don't know what I had for breakfast.
0: That's a weird name for a game studio, but I'll, I'll I'll trust you on that one. But, yeah, like, all these, like, Blizzard is basically a sinking ship, and, like, people have known that for a while, the fact that, like. Like, the fact that, like, there were literal protests at the last BlizzCon, probably the last BlizzCon, if we're being honest, based on, like, the fact that, like, no event is happening till 2025, but, uh... Yeah,
1: I mean, like, all their games are sinking ships, like, the player bases
0: of all them are... Dwindling. Ironically, the game that I've enjoyed the most that's probably gonna come out soonest is is Diablo Immortal for mobile. And that wasn't even made by Blizzard, that's just Blizzard, like... I
1: did hear the new, there's a new Hearthstone update, and I heard it is pretty fun still.
0: I have not played at any Hearthstone duels, and I don't give a shit, I just watch literally Hearthstone Battleground streamers.
1: Everyone in my um, Discord, they play it all day, so... Well,
0: tell them to listen to the podcast instead. You can't do both uh, for some so reason. So
1: I link uh, the podcast in my guild's Discord, and they say they're going to report us for like terroristic crimes. So I so that's it.
0: why we average a one star on uh, Apple iTunes. We don't even have ten thousand listeners. I'm surprised they got ten thousand one stars on Apple iTunes. Apple yeah. iTunes. I fucking sound like I'm 40 years old. but
1: <laughs> Apple iTunes!
0: But no, on the actual topic at hand, because we got very off track, what's the deal with this tabletop game? What's the deal with this tabletop game? I mean, there's really not much information
1: about the actual game, other than the fact that they're um, coming together to work on such a thing. And being that I work at a game store, this is very exciting, because a lot of uh, companies, like uh, Avalon Hill and other companies, have kind of gone away over the years to see some new companies coming and possibly making some like you know i guess you'd call it triple a board games because a lot of the stuff is either indie or like the same like three companies um it was kind of refreshing to see and the fact that a lot of people they, there's like the name recognition behind it um really attests to i think it'll sell well because it has that recognition so
0: i'm excited for it so let's get into financial specifics how much of your revenue as a company relies on warhammer uh none really you don't, don't sell we, really like you don't have to do warhammer our,
1: at your store what once like one store in the company has warhammer like we stopped doing it because it's like such a shitty company
0: so okay but like i thought warhammer was like one of the largest tabletop games
1: no what what, so what tabletop games is is like board games
0: like that's just an okay. all in
1: encompassing turn so like the games like Catan or Gloomhaven. no or- no
0: i i get that but like i go to like board game stores and like there's like literally half the stores devoted to painting warhammer figurines
1: that's some stores warhammer so the pro- here's the thing that's the problem with warhammer this is another side fucking thing um warhammer is dwindling like a motherfucker people are not playing it because let's say um it's an expensive game. Like, to have an army, you have to spend, like, $500, like, to even play it. So let's say you're, like, a dad, and you have a kid, and you play Warhammer, and it's like, your kid's like, oh, that looks really cool, Dad, I want to play You have to drop $400 on this kid just to see if something he likes, and then if he doesn't like it, there's zero resale value on any of your fucking miniatures.
0: Yeah, I've been spending, like, $15 a month on their MMO, and, like, the servers are down. Like, constantly. I'm trying to, like, log in, and it's like, come on, man. <sighs> I actually played Warhammer online for two months, and it was fun, but then they, like, immediately cut off the servers. I was sad. (laughs) So, Warhammer, in my opinion, has the coolest universe out of anything that's ever existed
1: ever. Uh, They're so fucking cool. But uh, it is a dying company. What were we talking about again?
0: We were talking about just, like, video games. Like, the thing is, like, Warhammer is, like, they're dying, obviously, but at the same time, like... But, like, board games in general and Dungeons & Dragons is bigger than ever. Well, board games especially are bigger than ever just because of COVID. Like, this is, like, perfect COVID time. Like, families, we're playing a board game tonight and Monopoly sucks because Monopoly actually does suck. But at the same time, like...
1: It's not even families playing. It's just, like, nerdy people playing, like, you know, these RPG-driven games or, like, strategy games and stuff like that.
0: But, like, I hate the argument that, like, Warhammer's too expensive when people are literally spending $1,000 per Pokemon card.
1: Uh, that, that that's a completely different thing, cause that's collectible versus, like, your child, like, a kid doesn't need a $1,000 Pokemon card to have fun with something, like, they could spend $10, versus, like, to have fun with Warhammer, you need to spend, like, $300. Like, so, it's, like, it's, like, the barrier of entry to Pokemon is, like,
0: zero, versus the barrier of entry to Warhammer is, like, $300. Really good transition! I mean, if we're talking, like, just this episode of the podcast, I feel like I've been a little too edgy. Not Really? I mean, I, I feel. feel like I it, feel like I've just been angry ever since we talked about uh, whatever it's called Hollow Knight.
1: I was talking about Hollow Knight. You're like, fuck you, Dana. Like, fuck your life. Fuck like, your we were ancestors. having like a good
0: conversation. I was like, oh, this game is beautiful. Oh, I agree. This is a masterclass in platforming. Oh, this game is beautiful. Oh, <gasps> no, when you yeah, jump like, from what over the there to Can over we- there. That's great. Can Psych. we talk about the can we talk about that for a second? That was
1: like so jarring. Like we like we were talking about the game for 10 minutes like, yeah, this is beautiful, like the movement this that and you're like, "By the way, I think this game's super fucking mediocre." And let me tell you why. And I was just like, "Wait, what? Like you just yeah, said so I... many good things."
0: <laughs> that that episode started a- exactly like all our other episodes where you just praised the game for like 40 minutes, but like I legitimately was bored with it. I will say though, like this edgy atmosphere has really reminded me of a of a time in our life that we've actually talked about uh on the podcast, Every but not episode. really. For those who don't know, we we talk about like just random shit for like twenty minutes to warm up. And like I think last episode actually we talked about YTM and D and like Myspace for like fifteen minutes and we're just like, oh, check out our YTM and D's 'cause we both have active not active. We both have inactive <laughs> yeah, but <active>. still existing <laughs> YTMND accounts. Was like, oh shit, here are my YTMNDs from 2007. What the fuck's
1: YTMND? Why don't you give us a crash course on what the fuck YTMND is? You're the man is? now,
0: dog. For those who don't know, the internet was a very different place in 2003, 2004. There, really, there was an era, I'm going to call it 2002 to 2007. It was a really good five years where uh, there was a lot of decentralization. Like, really, with the advent of YouTube being bought by Google, I feel like that was the beginning of the end, where basically you had one site where you did everything in a certain way. I media. feel
1: that was more so when iPhones became a thing, and then suddenly everyone was on the internet. Before, it was only, like, nerdy people on the internet, and then out of nowhere, everyone was on the internet.
0: I mean, yeah, that definitely led to centralization, but, like, I feel like YouTube's popularity... Y- yeah, yeah, completely- yeah, 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 yeah completely ruined like the video hosting website so like you had eBombs world you had Newgrounds, you had this website that was not really a video hosting website it was really there's really nothing like it ever since it's called ytmnd and the whole point of ytmnd which stands for you're the Mount you're the man now dog which was i think the first ytmnd uh clip maybe there's, not
1: there's three things you need image sound and text and that is yes. all
0: you fucking need yeah, so it's GIF mixed with music and a little bit of a caption. So think of like old school memes like Advice Animals where you had top text, bottom text, but they specifically had a GIF and music to go with it. So the first one I think that ever existed was a clip of Sean Connery going, you're the man now, dog, which a movie I've actually seen. I saw it like in 2007 because I was like, oh, shit, this is the movie from YTMND." and uh, Basically, there were a bunch of edgy memes where it's like, oh, I'll show this picture of this like uh Star Wars kid and I'll like say LOL uh, this kid's a nerd or something like that. Like so, that was the most tame word I. G- there's yeah, a lot of ableist <laughs> language. There's a lot of uh like really like, offensive music. There's a lot of really 2003 offensive
1: three to two thousand like eight is just like it's completely ableist, so it's, like, we can't say
0: what yeah, we, we 90% of the Yeah, we can't say this, like, with a, with a conscience, honestly. So, like, but- so
1: is it bad that we look, like, somewhat fondly on that era when it's, like, very, very ableist? Or do we just, like, kind of get past that and just think about all the other good things?
0: No, I, I don't look fondly on, like, the actual, like, things we did. I look fondly on, like, the actual platforms. Like, yeah. I... I i could miss the place without missing like what i did on that place like of yeah. course when in 2005 i did not realize that i was being hyper offensive like i i i mentioned to you before like i've been i've been uh listening to like the mega 64 podcast from episode one to like episode 500 because like i'm a big fan of them and i'm like you know what i have way too much free time i'm gonna listen to all this podcast people were just so fucking edgy back in the day it's unbearable it's like why do we hate literally everything it's like oh that's lame oh that's not cool like and and honestly, like I feel this, like I've been that. edgy this podcast, but at the same time,
1: not really. It's I brought mean,
0: me to episodes. I th-
1: I think there's a clear difference between 2007 edginess and you just saying like nicely saying yeah. like, well, I just I disagree with this game because this. this I didn't this, call this. anything
0: the R word,
1: and I stopped myself five or six times from saying the R word, so I get a star on my uh, chart today.
0: Yeah, we've we've gone a long way from your stream of you playing the witness literally this year. Congratulations! <laughs> Wait, did, did,
1: did, did, did.
0: Congratulations for the call out. But no, you also even said in the podcast or not in in the stream. It's like, oh, I shouldn't be saying this. It's, it's me with reflexes. Dana is an evolved man. Dana has gone from from simp for pokemane to strong individual.
1: What? <laughs> yeah, I I've, you, uh, you I've literally... <clears throat> Don't even get into this meme. This meme fucking sucks. This meme fucking it sucks. It does suck, but at the it same time... So there so bad. There was a time when, when
0: Dana it. did not even exist. He was just like, I exist for Pokémane, and it was... I it have was literally sad.
1: never seen a Pokémane stream.
0: I mean, she's I fine, I guess. I, I don't watch her. I don't watch any... I don't watch Pokémane.
1: I watch a lot of big streamers.
0: The biggest streamer I watch... Some Hearthstone streamers, but that's about it. But, uh... YTMND. the reason why we're talking about this uh <laughs> there was some edgy shit on there but want to know what's really edgy all the fucking YTMNDs is happening right now because unfortunately for those who don't know uh we've had a Wim- wilford brimley podcast episode before this is the sean connery podcast episode we're gonna have wait, a little sean bit of sean connery in the podcast on the top left similar to our wilford brimley episode wait, wait did sean connery die are you did you not realize that no. When I sent you the fucking Sean Connery is dead YTMND. and D. Sean Connery died today on Halloween. Well, Wait, yesterday. for
1: what? Really? Yeah, he
0: died at 90. I mean, like, he had a long life. What the fuck? I, I can't believe you did not know this. Gone too soon. Gone I too mean, soon. at the same time, like, Sean Connery lived to 90. He had a very good life, I assume.
1: Listen, he should have lived to 150 and then became Robot Connery, uh, and he le- leads the resistance. Mecca um, Connery. Yeah, he leads the resistance. I,
0: I'd be down with that, but at the same time, I do actually feel really bad about Sean Connery dying. I, I've seen a couple of Sean Connery movies, and I did like his performance. Sean Connery did not give a shit about me. Sean Connery did not know who I was. How do you but I'm it? sad, because it's the end of an era. Honestly, uh, YTM&D was one of the, my favorite places on the internet for a while, and the fact that the literal namesake of the site is now dead. Uh, does make me sad the thing is though like the context for like me being so surprised that that dana doesn't know that he died i linked him like like multiple sean connery died ytmnds one of which is like a classic ytmnd there was like this lando meme on ytmnd it's like the meme is like the website's called sean connery is dead and like lando is not and then plays this like epic music and it's a fucking dope ytmnd but like yeah of course, YTMND is gonna meme on Sean Connery's death. At the same time, I'm so surprised that you just thought this was like a weird ass, funny YTMd. Goddamn! I- I've literally been playing Hollow
1: Knight like uh, since I woke up today. Like I've been playing the shit out of it and Runescape. I just have not been uh, plugged in. I'm plugged out. You're plugged in right now. I'm plugged out. Girl Scout.
0: Hey guys, so if you like the episode, uh, make sure to follow Virtual Homework Podcast wherever you get your podcast, and rate it five stars if you can. Or if you hate it, do five
1: stars anyway, or uh, I will find you.
0: If you rate it less than five stars, Dan will be bound and gagged on a train track. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>